Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. Woods came up and fired in this. Came up, fired in, came in, fired up yeah. this morning, there what I'm trying go. to say. I did. <laughs> Uh, you know, we're talking about those sound effects. You're going to be going into the woods shed yeah, later this hour. Shed. Yep. Keep uh, keep that in mind. That is coming up. A little, yeah. Little business as well. Uh, we'll push back our real or fake game to our eight o'clock hour because we got a guest standing by here, yeah, buddy. to begin our seven o'clock hour. The San Diego State Aztecs off to a three and zero start, and it's been just too long since we've caught up with their uh, terrific former head coach Steve Fisher, who joins us right now on our premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Fan Hotline, good morning, Coach. It is great to have you back on. Hello, Ben. Steve, great to be back with you. It's great to have you back, Coach. How how are you doing? How are you feeling? How's everything? All is good in the Fisher world. We're doing fine and uh, loving uh, the way the Aztecs are playing and just feel blessed to be living in Southern California. You look at that squad, Coach, and and you see depth. That's the one thing after, you know, just, just three games, but... You're seeing a lot of guys can come off the bench and throw up huge numbers. How difficult? Every coach probably goes into the offseason and says, I'd really like to have a deep team. Um, but, you know, you always have one or two guys, you're like, I just don't know what they're going to be able to contribute. How hard is it to recruit a team like, like Dutch has put together? I think in today's world, uh, you uh, find pieces that you think fit what you want and need. And Coach Dutcher and the staff have done a great job of that. They've just not uh, hodgepodge gone out to see if they could get the biggest name in the room. They have said, what is our greatest need? Where can we find it? And what kind of people are they? Will they fit? Uh, will they be team players first? And then go after them. So they do have probably as much depth as we've ever had at San Diego State, and that's reflected in – I know it's only – a a short three games, but if you look at it, you have nine players that are averaging 12 minutes or more. You have no one averaging 30 minutes a game, and that's unheard of, to be honest with you. Uh, I, I don't know whether that will continue, but I do think he's found his nine players that will be in the rotation when it matters and sometimes you play you put players in well when you know you've got the, the game under the belt or it's out of hand but he's got nine guys that he can depend on he's confident in that can produce for him how big of an advantage is that depth first of all for a 
a tournament like the Maui Invitational coming up where you're going to have to play three games in three days, and then maybe even more importantly, when you get down to March and, and the conference tournament and the NCAA tournament, which is always a two-games-in-three-days scenario each weekend as you continue to advance, how how much is that depth important, or at that point, is it just the team that has the best you know top rotation? Well, it's important uh, from the standpoint of three games in three days like we'll see in Maui, and the tournament, uh, it's a little bit different because timeouts are, are like a minute longer each one, and you can get by with a few uh, less people. Uh, but in Maui, we're, as I said, three and three, it could be significant. So you don't have tired legs going into the next game. And I know that they will use the depth and use it wisely. And and then you find that, you know, at the end, you'll put the people in that have been playing the best during the game. And that's not always the same either. So the depth will be immensely helpful, and especially when you have quality. And there's not a great deal of separation from one to nine, and that's that's good news, bad news, to be honest with you, because all those nine guys, they all think they should be starting. And, uh, <laughs> you know, if you can keep the parents and all the hangers-on out of it, uh, you got a great chance to uh, put the team above statistics and everything else and put success above uh, statistics well coach talking to uh legendary aztecs uh, head basketball coach steve fisher here on ben and woods this morning i'm i'm about to uh start coaching my son's t-ball uh team coach now when you were coaching did you send like the email at the beginning of the year i'm the coach if you wanted to coach you would be coaching keep your opinions on our rotation <laughs> to yourself did you have to lay the you know lay the wood down to everybody like i'm gonna have to do here in a few weeks coach I'm not so sure how that's going to translate uh, with five-year-olds or whatever the age group is. Uh, oh, it's not the five-year-olds. You, it's their you parents. you got to tell them, close your eyes and swing as hard as you can. Oh, I'm not worried about the kids. Say. I'm worried about the dad that's inevitably going to come up to me and say, hey, why is Johnny in you, right field? You he must have had some difficult third. parents in your time yeah. as a head coach. You must have. <laughs> there must have been some parents you had to deal with. You know what? That never changes. And, and I'll tell you, all the way to the pros, you watch these pro teams and you see the, the dads that are behind the bench or the people that are that are representing them that are right there and want to have an opinion. Oh, no. Uh, what we've always done is we, when we recruit players, we tell them in the home. Uh, we are just basically what you said. You know, we love your son. He's not blood, but he's as close as blood as, as you can have without being blood. And we're going to do what's best for him and the team. And if he there's concerns or issues during the season about basketball, have Bill or Joe or Larry come to see me. And if you have issues academically, socially, we can talk about it. But basketball-wise, I'll, I'll visit with you at the end of the season but your son is playing, and, and he's his own advocate, and I'll talk to him 24-7. So we tell them that all the time. I love it. And they still call. But, I, <laughs> but we, we, uh, we, we've got a pretty good system in terms of how we deal with it. Now, when, when you were the head coach, uh, obviously there were transfers, and, and you, you did have to still keep everybody happy. But nowadays, with the instant transfer and, and players able to go, you know, seemingly like free agency – it must be even harder. How now? How would you deal with that? Uh, the way that things have changed just in the last couple of years, coach, with with how kids can transfer out of a situation and into somewhere else. Because obviously, Dutch has taken advantage and added some players that way as well that have really impacted the team already. 
Absolutely. It, it, it's, it's there. And everybody knows it. You don't have to say, well, if I, if I leave, do I really want to sit out a year before I play again? The one-time transfer play immediately has had tremendous impact. And from every regard, you look around the nation at these teams. I was watching Texas last night against Gonzaga, and they looked fantastic. And they talked about a player from Texas on Texas team that had transferred. I think he was the best player at New Mexico State. And they you, they poach people, you know. You get you you don't do it, but you do it. You somebody's out there that says, "Hey, boy, they would really like to have you." And then they plant that seed, so it's there. It's there at every level, every program. But what you try to do is be genuine, build relationships, and I think if they trust you, that they'll go the extra mile for you. If they trust that you have their best interest, that they will they will say. I understand I'm not playing as much as I think I should, but he cares about me and he does really have my interest at heart. And I'm going to work a little harder, and when my turn comes, I'll be ready to go. I We've always said, control what you can control. Control what you can control. And from a player standpoint, that's your effort and your attitude. You can't put yourself in the game, most of the time anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, and you deal with you deal with it though, but it's changed. There's no question about it. It, it makes it an easier landscape for a player to cut and run. It is uh, such fascinating insight from uh, one of the best to ever do it. It's Aztecs, former Aztecs head coach Steve Fisher on with Ben and Woods this morning. And uh, I've got probably the most important question of the day for you, Coach, uh, if you're ready. So one week from right now, um, we will all be loading up our plates for Thanksgiving. Hopefully. Um, I want maybe in a few hours from now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah a week from now. <laughs> later on today, we'll be loading up our plates. I want to know what the absolute perfect Steve Fisher Thanksgiving plate looks like. What's on it? What's not on it? All of that is important to me. We're very typical of what you would see in uh, Saturday Evening Post from way back when <laughs> on the cover. Norman Rockwell's the, painting. It's the sixteen-pound turkey with twelve people around the table. With, with, with the potatoes and gravy and all the trimmings that go with it. And that's what hopefully we will have. What is the, your pie of choice on Thanksgiving? Oh, it has to be pumpkin pie. Okay. Sure. Right. Very, traditional. Now, Very you, traditional. I'm sure you missed a lot of Thanksgivings, though, over the yeah. years. There's a, you know, there's college basketball occasionally to be played or road trips to be taken. So, uh, you know, you may appreciate that a little bit more now that you're retired. I remember my last trip with our team to me and we have always said, okay, we're going to give them a little time. Our team will leave on Saturday. They'll give them a little time on Sunday prior to Monday and it's all business, but then we're, they're going to stay Thanksgiving and they'll have a, a Thanksgiving dinner in Maui that will be very memorable and then come home on Friday. So it's a business trip. And yet you want to have it be an experience that they will never forget, both on the court and and what you allow them to do, do with them uh, off the court. So I know it's going to be a great, great time for for the Aztecs, and they'll celebrate Thanksgiving in Maui. Uh, Last thing, I I know you you do keep in touch, and Dutch keeps in touch with former players, and uh, just watching uh, Kawhi Leonard try to get back onto the court for the Clippers, and it's been so long, and I don't know if you've you've heard anything or what you kind of think 
uh, is Kawhi has come back and, and, and the arc his career is going to take at this point? I think Kawhi is uh, doing what Kawhi has done repeatedly. He's, uh, he knows his body better than anybody. And when he's ready to come back, he will play. And, and he has such great pride in how he plays that he wants to continue to play at an elite level. And I do think that this injury has got him concerned, but I do believe that uh, it's something that will uh, that will not be there and keep him on the bench for the entire season. And we want Kawhi, as everyone does, to have a career that continues and has longevity for as long as possible. And I think the Clippers have done a wonderful job of saying, okay, you know, we want you, we need you. You tell us when you're ready to go and not, subtly tried to push him to get out there quicker and and I know that's given him a comfort level that again they care about me uh, and you know they'll help me when I'm ready to go and I don't think it'll be too too long before he's out there playing at that same elite level and all of us very proud to watch him perform well coach uh, so great catching up with you have a very uh, happy holiday season and uh, hopefully we'll see you out at uh, Viejas Arena pretty soon that sounds great Enjoy listening to you. you guys with your families. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and uh, look forward to being on with you and seeing you again soon. Thanks so much, Coach. Steve Fisher on our Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad fan hotline. Save money the right way with Premier Chevrolet of Carlsbad. Visit them today in the Carlsbad Auto Mall Chevrolet Fine New Road. Just the sweetest, sweetest angel of a man, dude. My favorite human being. Just the sweetest <laughs> angel of a man. I loved how he, he did admit. He said, we, t- we tell the parents, it, basketball concerns, we'll talk to you after the season. I, you don't want the call... Every game, like, why is my kid only playing seven minutes? Yeah. He should be starting. Dude, yeah. When I coached high school baseball, the first meeting after we made cuts and we got our team, I talked to the team, and then the very next order of business was getting all the parents together yeah. real quick at the beginning of the year. Haven't even had a full practice yet and just said, hey, I know you love your kids. For three hours a day or whatever. They're mine. They're, they're ours. They're mine, yeah. I, if if Johnny forgets his Gatorade, you are not walking into the dugout to bring him a Gatorade. Yep. He's going to be thirsty, and then he's not going to forget his Gatorade anymore. 100%. I, I was talking to Hannah about it. So we signed Bo up for Little League, and Sanita's Little League uh, starts in like February, right? So originally she signed me up to be the assistant coach. Well, then we had two families ask to be on Bo's team. So they're like, well, let's just make him the head coach. So now I'm the head coach, and I don't know the team or anything else, but I keep getting these emails and, and all that. So there's gonna be it's going to be a lot of work to do a T-ball team. And I told Hannah, I go, I'm already crafting in my mind my first email to all the parents. And what I wanted to say to them from the, from get, from the get-go is, parents, a gentle reminder that in the history of baseball, there have only been... 22,000 people ever make the big leagues. So the chance of your kid making it are very, very slim. That being said, it does start here, and it does start now. And I need you to... And she's like, you're going to start by telling them their kid's probably not going to make the majors? I go, yeah. I want to set expectations right off the bat. Because the only thing I'm going to tell those kids is, this game is fun, and I'm going to tell the parents, don't say anything. Cheer, clap, you know, hey, good job. Nothing about let's go. Nothing about going to be an analytics-driven manager. Let's go. <laughs> guys with the best F war are going to be in the lineup yeah, constantly. Exactly right. So, you know. Polly. <laughs> yeah, this is what I want from you. Do what Coach K said to do if you're the student body. If you're the parents, let's I want, go. I want to hear that. Come on.
defense. That's what I want to hear. And that's it. That's where Let's it stops. Let's go. That's you know, it. And I think parents generally agree, oh, yeah, the coach should be in charge. But they always feel like they're the exception. But I know. I know my But kid, I know baseball, And I too. know baseball really well. So I'm sure the coach would appreciate my thoughts. Yeah. On the subject, yeah, all these other parents, they need to butt out. Well, but I'm the one, I can say something. Well, here's the other thing, and it's it's going to work to my advantage. I have a platform I can shame you on, and I will shame you by name every time. Just so you know, if your kid's on my team and you act a fool, you're getting shamed by name on the radio the next In day. In fact, we know exactly where you're going to take them, to the woods shed. We'll have an example of that coming up at the bottom of the Ooh, hour here. I was hot under the collar. Stay tuned for uh, to find out who is heading into the woods shed coming up here at 735. Uh, Don't Do This is coming up next. Got a little uh, collusion in Major League Baseball, possibly. I saw that. I saw that as well. The uh, Mets and the Yankees uh, in the crosshairs. And the Astros possibly. as well. Oh, Astros too? Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Uh, we will get to that coming up, and then uh, we'll yes, push ben, back. Collusion is cool. Collusion <laughs> is cool. Collusion is cool on Ben. We'll and push Wood. back uh, real or fake. They, we had Coach Fisher on there, so we'll play our game in the eight o'clock hour. A chance to qualify for that trip to Las Vegas. All coming up. This segment of Ben and Woods brought to you by Senior Grubbies in downtown Carlsbad and Oceanside. Check out their daily happy hour from three to six. Hashtag Eat Grubbies and eatgrubbies.com. Back right after a check of traffic here on ninety-seven three The Fan. from mom answer it call silenced instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game that's why they make ordering from your couch easy stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game you have 47 new voicemails download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollars per order additional terms apply You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot, you moron. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. 
All the sports, music, news, and podcasts you want, all on the free Odyssey app. Download it today. I will let Woodsy uh, get us started here today on Don't Do This. All right, my friend. Uh, I know you just said collusion is cool, but uh, it's not cool, according to the uh, CBA, Ben. I know it excites you very much when teams get together and decide, no, we won't go after that guy. This is exactly what seemingly is happening in New York right now between the Yankees and the Mets. So a guy, Andy Martino, he he published this on SNY, um, which is the Mets television station, I believe. Uh, and it said, essentially, that the Mets would not bid against the Yankees for Aaron Judge. Details in the story caught the attention of the Players Association. Well, they called the commissioner, commissioner's office and said, Hey, can you guys uh, you guys take a look at this? Because in this article, it's uh, quoting Steve Cohen and Hal Steinbrenner saying, Well, we enjoy a mutually respectful relationship. We do not expect to upend that with a high-profile bidding war. So essentially, if you're Aaron Judge, you're like... Oh, cool. So I am not going to be a Met. They're not going to bid on me. They're not going to drive. I can't use them to drive up the Yankees' price, which, again, like, that's why you're a free agent. So the recent CBA specifically prohibits the sharing of information on player contracts, saying players shall not act in concert with other players and clubs shall not act in concert with other clubs. That is the definition of collusion. Yeah, and I I think it's important to kind of go through why this is a big deal because at first glance, it's like, Oh, that's really respectful of Steve Cohen. Right. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron Judge belongs with the Yankees. There's too much free agency. Players are going too many places. I love what he's doing there. But in essence... Remember, there's only 30 teams, and if all of a sudden you had a bunch of teams saying, no, no, we're not going to get involved with other teams' free agents, we're just going to let you know those teams re-sign their players on very reasonable, cheap deals exactly. as opposed to driving up the market, well, all of a sudden, players aren't going to be getting their fair market value with contracts. And, you know, you go back to the the you know middle ages of baseball, before you had free agency and everything, you had the... The reserve clause, where you know players were essentially tied to teams forever and they couldn't do anything about it, wouldn't be quite like that. But if everyone said, "Oh no, 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 we're not going to try to steal Aaron Judge from the Yankees," what would be the Yankees' incentive to offer him a yeah. a max state of the art type deal? They'd say, "Well, we'll give you two hundred million, but why would we give you any more? You're not getting offers from anybody else. We already heard from the other teams; they're not offering you anything." Yeah, we talked to everybody. That's they don't why. Want you. That's why you can't do that, especially publicly. Now, oh well, by of the course, way, privately it, it still yeah. goes on. Of course, anyway, it happens. Of course, like of course it does. Nobody is naive enough to think. But also mentioned were uh, was Astros owner Jim Crane. So this falls into a little bit of a different category. So he was speaking about Justin Verlander, and he said, Verlander seeking a deal similar to Max Scherzer, who just signed a three-year, $130 million contract with the Mets. The CBA states that neither players nor clubs can make comments to the media about the value of an unsigned free agent. And Crane said, I know him well, so we've been pretty candid. He's looking at the comp, which I think there's only one or two. JB's probably got a few years left. He wants to make the most out of it. I think he's going to test the market on that. So again, Jim Crane essentially saying, hey, if it's a Max Scherzer type deal that Justin Verlander wants, I don't think we're going to be interested in him. So uh, big no-no in baseball. Everyone's going to have to Mind their P's and Q's a little bit better. Now, the next story uh, I have a couple of different feelings about, but uh, Bucks quarterback Tom Brady and his now ex-wife Giselle Bunchin are among the high-profile defendants in a federal class action lawsuit 
file Tuesday against crumbling cryptocurrency exchange FTX. And the reason Brady is part of the lawsuit is because he was one of the big pitchmen pitch for FTX appearing in the company's ad campaign last year. You know, they were trying to show that, hey, big time celebrities, athletes were buying Bitcoin, cryptocurrencies, and you should be doing it as well. And he was part of that. And now that people are losing a boatload of money and their funds are disappearing because FTX can't pay them back for that money, oh, they want to go after the people who convinced them to buy it in the first place. Now, absolutely, if you're going to endorse a product, you should do your homework and, and make sure that it's uh, you know it's on the up and up. You don't want to be endorsing a, a Ponzi scheme or a pyramid scheme, whatever you'd call it. And you should be held responsible. That being said, it's it's hard for everyone to know all the details of what's going on behind the scenes. I mean, I don't know that Tom Brady was in the meetings going, hey, how are we going to bilk people out of their money with FTX? He may have believed in it 100%. Just because it didn't work out doesn't necessarily mean he's got to be on the hook for everybody's money that they lost on FTX. Dicey, man. He's not the only uh, sports celebrity uh, being sued as one of the defendants. Um, Trevor Lawrence of the Jags. Shaq, Steph Curry, Poppy, David Ortiz, Shohei Otani, and the Golden State Warriors uh, all uh, named in this class action lawsuit involving FTX cryptocurrency. That's interesting, man. That's very, very. I interesting. mean, like if you if you get a if you hit on a twelve at Seven Mile Casino and you bust, that's your decision. Yeah, you don't you, you sue me because I wanted you to go there. Yeah, you did. That's that. you. Hmm. Uh, for doo-doo this today. D-D mega doo-doo. Let's shout out one of our beloved Skip Schumacher's greatest weapons next season. That will be Sandy Alcantara, Ben. Yeah? Absolutely. I mean, holy cow. The uh, first unanimous winner of the Cy Young in the National League since Clayton Kershaw in 2014. Got all 30 first place votes. Beat out lefty uh, from the Braves, Max Fried and Julio Arias. First Cy Young winner in Marlins history. And... This guy is the definition, they, they call him in this article, unicorn. He pitched 228 and two-thirds innings, 23 and two-thirds more than any other pitcher in the majors, the most innings since David Price threw 230 in 2016. He threw six, count them, six complete games more than any other team. Pitched at least eight innings in 14 of his 32 starts. ERA, Ben, was two, uh, two what was it? Two one two. 228. 228, sorry. I looked at Arias's 212. Uh, phenomenal. Phenomenal year for this guy. Busted his butt. You know, that's a bad team playing behind him. Goes out there and wins a, uh, a Cy Young. So, so stoked for him. One of those guys, again, we talk a lot about asses in the seats. That's a guy, when he's on the bump, you better make sure you're you're in the in the arena if you can. Wasn't the only unanimous Cy Young Award winner. Justin Verlander got all the votes in the American League. And whether you have like Justin Verlander or not, and I tend to lean toward the not side of the equation, you have to give some respect to a guy who missed almost two entire seasons at age 37 and 38, recovering from Tommy John's surgery, only to come back and win a Cy Young Award at age 39, no the third of his it. career. No doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, you got to tip your cap to, to what Justin Verlander was able to do this past season. It's the first time I think I saw this since 1968, the legendary pitching year of 1968, that both Cy Young Award winners were unanimous selections. Uh, you Darvish got three fourth-place votes and one fifth-place vote and was eighth overall in the National League balloting. Interestingly, though, he did not get the vote of A.J. Casavell. 
from MLB.com. Did not get any votes from AJ. That's okay. I think that's okay. No, it's I mean, absolutely okay. That's what I probably would have done as well. Here, Here's how I would have thought, you know, he probably wanted to, but he was worried he'd be the only one who voted for you, Darvish, and you didn't want to be look, look, like the homer because the writers will make fun of you if you're too much of a homer with your, your picks on that. So you have to be careful because you don't, you don't want to be on an island. You're always worried that you're the one guy who's going to vote for someone else in one of those awards. Yeah. And then look bad, and people are going to write columns about you, about how dumb you are. Just vote so, for the best. The five. The best. Yeah. But there were three other writers who did put you Darvish on their ballots. What were his votes again? He got, what, a couple third-place votes? He something? got a three fourth-place votes and one fifth-place vote. Okay. Which I, put him eighth in the overall points. Listen, man, if you ain't first, you're last uh, at the end of the day, so... That's totally not true. It, it absolutely is. It's totally not true. It is. If you're not first, you're last. In Cy Young. I, I would rather have the pitcher that finished runner-up in the Cy Young voting rather than the guy who had the worst ERA in the league. There's a, there is no, a no, big no. difference. No, no, no. I mean, amongst the, amongst the guys that are nominated, if you didn't win it, you who really win. cares where you fell? But not. You still had a better season than other people. Well, yeah. If you're being but let's say there's three, considered. Let's say there's three guys up for it, right? So let's say the three of us are nominated for host of the year, and it's me, you, and Paulie. And Paulie wins, but I come in a close second. Very on- honored to be nominated. And you come in a close third. Am I like, man, so close? No, I didn't win. I, That's can, all. It doesn't can, matter. Yeah, to you. it doesn't matter. Congrats, Paul. Like, thanks. Right. That's don't and do do this for a Thursday. That was don't do this with Ben and Woods on ninety seven three The Fan. Are you ready to step inside the woods shed? This is all Stephen Woods. Just has something he's got to get off his chest, apparently, this morning. Ooh, that was hot, man. You will uh, you will get your opportunity when we come back, sir. No, we'll explain. And we will explain when we come back on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. This makes Ben very nervous. He's very nervous right now. Extremely uncomfortable. More or less comfortable than your breakfast TED Talk 24 hours ago at this time. Oh, it's got to be way more uncomfortable. More this? No, no, I think the breakfast TED Talk was... <laughs> this is all on you, buddy. But you knocked it out of the park. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm sure you'll knock this out of the park. But this is all on you. I actually can sit back and relax a little bit. I, I do sometimes worry about, you know... Guilt by association, like, hey, rein that guy in a little bit. He's he's getting off the rails. He doesn't need to have a beef with everybody. I, I don't. I don't. I'm very kind to our listeners. Very kind. Usually you are. Much I, kinder than yeah. I am. Much, much kinder. Yes, exactly. But when your ire gets up. Oh, dude. When you... You guys know this about me. You, you can disagree with me all you want. I love, a, I love a friendly discussion. And I am the first guy, honestly. Back me up here. Am I the first guy to say, you know what? I was wrong about that, dude. I'd yeah. Love, yeah. I mean, I am the first guy to say, I'm not going to dig in. If I say, hey, man, this guy's not going to be a good fit here, and he comes in as gangbusters, I'll be like, give me the plate of crow. You thought you were going to hate Hammer when we got here. Oh, and dude. you ended up he's, loving Hammer. Like a, I was completely wrong like about Like a brother Hammer. to me. Yes. Yes. I talked to him. I'm texting with him last night. You don't, you don't like dig in to your wrong position. I positions. really don't. I, I feel really like don't. That's, I feel like I also am... Good at, I will adapt. If I find that my original take was incorrect, then you've got to be able to move on and you change to. your opinion. You can't be afraid to look bad or look wishy washy. Never, never stick with a bad opinion. Once you realize, you know what, I was wrong about that. Don't stick with that opinion anymore. No question. You, you have to be able to, to, to change. There is no question. We've all done it with players we like or players, you know. There's there's a million different reasons you do it. Right? I I was firmly convinced, for instance, that San Diego State it, that Snapdragon Stadium was going to be a disaster. Probably take seven years to build and was going to be three hundred million over budget. No chance it would be open. I ate my crow. I was absolutely wrong. They pulled it off. They built a beautiful stadium uh, in less time than they said it was going to take. It's open. They're playing there. It's great. I've been down there. It's fantastic. I was wrong. But you I, know, the, I was wrong. The one thing that that really gets my goat is is being name checked and then having things ascribed to me that I never said, and talking to my colleagues about it. That is num- numero uno for me. Like right. you don't do that. So this is will, what uh, happened. We will open the door. Hold on. We will open the door to the woods shed right after this check of traffic on ninety seven three the fan. Come on in. Grab a seat. I don't want to come in. No, you, you don't have to. Thank you. Okay. Listening yesterday to Coach's show, and I heard this. I don't know why the morning show this morning spent so much time on Joey Gallo. The, they they need Joey Gallo like we need toe fungus. And, uh, you know, the, the Padres are going to have to, I think, look for, for answers outside of the, this tired old free agent list. I'm kind of getting tired of it, John. I don't know about you, but you know, we keep hearing the same washed-up names. A lot of these guys that are out there, they're out there because their, their former team didn't want them. And, you know, we've got we've to look closely at, you know, ask, you know, what, what we're asking for here because we may end up getting it. So it's, it's not always a good thing. We need more, uh, you know, uh, Michael Harris's. 
the the kid that's over in uh, Atlanta. Yeah, that uh, guy's unbelievable. Yeah, we need to find more players like that. We need to get younger. We need to get faster. We need to get more athletic. And Joey Gallo doesn't fit that. If if you're going to bring Fernando back, which Steve Woods thinks that it's a it's a lock, okay. So you're bringing back his 155 plus strikeouts, and you're bringing back his 22 errors, and you want to start him at shortstop. I mean, come on, uh, you know, think about this before you talk. Sometimes. Well, allow me to retort. Well, welcome to the woodshed, Kevin. Uh, it is your time in here. Uh, sit down, grab a seat. Actually, grab the back of that chair because I'm about to light you up, my friend. Uh, listen, you, 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 you shower this radio station with absolutely inane blather every day. Uh, it was pretty hot yesterday when I was listening to Coach's show and, and got name checked. Don't mind, um, if you disagree with things I say, I do mind when you twist my words around. That's what I, I hate more than anything in the world. And uh, I think you do it a lot. I think it's garbage when you do it. And you're maybe the worst active listener ever. You hear what you want to hear. And then you call into multiple radio stations and do a big production. You have a problem with me. Just come on my show and tell me. Or listen better. Go back and listen before you open your mouth, right? As you told me to do, uh, let's let's address your points. You know, one by one, we spent about five minutes on Joey Gallo yesterday because a listener tweeted in that he wanted Joey Gallo. I thought it was absurd. Looked at his numbers and thought, eh, whatever. It's not going to blow my hair back. Don't make it seem like I think that Joey Gallo is some savior for the San Diego Padres. I've never said it, and I'll never say it. All right, uh, you want to get younger, faster, and more athletic. But you don't think Fernando Tatis Jr. is that guy. Who the f*** is younger, faster, and more athletic than that mother f***? Nobody. Okay? He's one of the youngest, one of the fastest, most athletic people in Major League Baseball. Do you not think he's coming back? Do you really not think he's coming back? Let's let's listen before we speak. Okay? Let's think before we speak. Oh, he struck out 155 times. Big f***ing deal. He's 23 years old. He is an elite talent. Elite and everything I've said about Fernando Tatis Jr., none of it has said put him back at shortstop. None of it. None of it. Not one time. Okay? You make it up. You're full of shit. And uh, it's old, man. Your bit is old and it's tired. All right? 155Ks. Big deal. It's not 1982. Get in your DeLorean and pedal your ass back to 1982 and go watch the Cardinals play. That's better suited for you. Either learn the modern game, Kevin, or don't call. Don't listen. Okay? Seriously. And yes, let's model ourselves after the Diamondbacks. The 74-win Diamondbacks. That part. Finished 37 games out. 4-6 and six in their last 10. 29-47 and 47 in the West. 40-41 and 41 at home. A negative 38 run differential? Let's do that. Let's model ourselves after the f***ing Diamondbacks at the end of the day. Oh, you oh, you want Michael Harris? Yes! Let's just go get a Michael Harris. We'll make him out of snips and snails and puppy dog tails. Where the f*** do you think he's going to come from? They're not in the system right now, dude. You can't just conjure a player that you like, that you think is good. It doesn't work that way. And, by the way, teams like the Braves are not going to trade you a Michael Harris. Okay, man? Learn the modern game or get the f*** out. You're banned. Out. Boom.
That sucks, dude. Sucks. I would now be very nervous about having any opinions on this show for fear of landing in the woodshed. In fact, I may just keep my mouth shut. Right <laughs> Forever here. and yeah, ever. I don't, the rest want, of... I don't want to land in the woods shed. It's the dumbest thing. Like hey, Kevin did. Let's be like the Diamondbacks. That's who we need to model ourselves after. No, we don't. We don't need to model ourselves after the Diamondbacks. We don't. And again, hey, would it be great to have Michael Harris here? Sure. Yeah, who wouldn't like him? I mean, do the do the Padres need to do a better job of developing their own young talent to the big leagues? We've said that many times. Uh, We've said it a a million times. I agree with that. If that's the point that was being made, but like we don't have a Michael Harris right now. If we did, he'd be playing. Right? He'd be here. You wouldn't need to think about a guy like Joey Gallo at all. A hundred percent. You'd have Michael Harris in the outfield. Hey, you know what? What if we let's just go get Mike Trout? We need a guy like him. What if we get? How about a Sandy Koufax to bolster the rotation? How about that? How about a Tony Gwynn? Let's get Tony Gwynn back. How does that work, guys? You got to think it through, man. Really. And, and again, I've heard I've heard so many takes of his about bunting and and this and it's just man. This again, it's not 1982. It's not. You got. You're going to have to evolve with the modern game. You are. This team made the freaking NLCS. All right. The window is open. They got guys with one year left on their deal, okay, that that you're probably going to lose. Guys like you, Darvish. Guys like Josh Hader. Guys like Blake Snell. You're probably going to lose those guys, okay? So that, to me, screams, let's go out and do whatever we can to try to win a World Series in 2023. I'm sure that's A.J. Preller's mindset. I'm sure that's the the team's mindset. Because if if you think it's bad now, wait till those cats leave. And then you've got to replace... Then Joe Musgrove is your one. I mean, seriously, think it through before you call, right? So, um, yeah, that's that's it, man. I'm done with that guy. Now, we don't know, you know, for certain that Fernando Tatis Jr. is going to come back and be the same player that he was before, but you certainly have to give him the opportunity. I, I, I well, guess like, I don't understand when he said, like, I'm not sure that he'll be back. In what sense, like, he's not sure that he'll be back to the player that he was before. Four he missed last season. I mean, I guess, but, but I, I guess that's a fair take. If you think Fernando Tatis well, we, Jr. is going to hit two twenty with seven home runs this year, playing full time essentially, that's a take, and you're allowed to have that take. I'd bet against it. I would also bet against that one. Yeah. Now, if you think that the Padres are going to cut him, or what? I mean, what is not yeah, back I, mean? What? What is? What is the? Okay, I will say this. When Fernando Tatis Jr. is healthy again, he is a 1,000% lock for the San Diego Padres. He's locked. If you're He's going locked. to bring Fernando back, which Steve Woods thinks that it's a, it's a lock? It is a lock. It's the biggest lock in the history of sports. What do you think they're going to do? No, no, no. You sit on the bench, buddy. No, you're not ready yet. You're not ready. Like, does he want him to get traded? What is, is that? It, is that what it, is he one of those guys that thinks I mean, Fernando it, owes him is it, something? Is does it he a, owe is him? It as soon question? as he is eligible and healthy, he he'll yeah. Be I mean, back. he does have He's to get healthy. Lock. He has to get healthy again. He's a lock. Which you know, there always there's sometimes there are setbacks, and you know, maybe he won't be ready when they say he is for spring training. But if he's healthy, once that suspension is over, April twentieth, he's back in the Padres lineup enthusiastically, and the entire team is very excited to have him back on that day. I'm quite sure of that. I've talked to enough people in that organization. They are very excited to have Fernando Tatis Jr. back for this season. It's not one of those, well, if we can 
find a place for him or work him back somehow in. Or is he going to earn his way back in? He makes enough apologies to everybody. Yeah, we'll put him back in the lineup. Let's get young and athletic. You know, like a 23-year-old super freak of a human being, uh, athletically talented as he is, Fernando Tatis Jr. My God. Yeah, I'd say he's a lock, man. Uh, I'd bet my career on it. He's a lock to be back with the San Diego Padres. So, hey, man, you know, you blew it. You're out. Done with you. Maybe you ought to keep my co-host's name out of your mouth on other shows. Oh, look at you, like Will Smith. <laughs> Just what kind of the moral of the story there is. It's so tired, man. It's so, so tired. I wonder why my blood pressure is high. It feels better going into the room to like unload, though. I feel now, better. I, I don't think you said you felt a little slandered. But I, anyone who listens to this show would probably I would hope immediately so. dismiss that call as it's not that's not you're not reflecting the true opinions of Stephen Woods right there. Yeah. Everyone knows how you feel about Fernando Tatis Jr. Sure. I I've actually said I, I he doesn't even I said I don't care where he plays in the field as long as he's in the lineup. I've said that like a mantra. You I'll said get, uh, just the other day if he has to be a designated hitter for a lot of this season to keep him healthy, you are more than fine with that. Yeah. Scott says James Wood will be Michael Harris. The Braves would have brought him up already. He's a national, Scott, so I'm not going to worry about nationals prospects right now. We got Juan Soto for him. Keep my wife's name out your mouth! I'm going to, okay? <laughs> Keep my Woods' name out of your mouth. Name out your mouth! Trash, dude. Trash. I need to go pee. Uh, that's okay. You get you get a ch- chance to go ahead and relieve yourself. We will uh, play a little uh, real or fake when we come back. We pushed it back with Steve Fisher on uh, earlier, so your chance to qualify for a trip to Las Vegas. It's not a Diamondbacks theme game of real or fake. The Diamondbacks. Let's be more like the Diamondbacks of Arizona. Is a take. That is a take. All right, Woods is uh, Woods is done for the hour, and then. We will take a little time out. We'll come back at the top of the hour. I uh, still want to talk about Manny Machado's big day. I know there's a lot of um, there's a lot of excitement that uh, a little hopeful excitement for Manny Machado. What should your real expectations be for today? We'll talk about that coming up as well. Eight o'clock hour of Ben and Woods on the way. Uh, real or fake ahead? Chance to win the uh, chance to qualify for Las Vegas. Much more still ahead. Kevin. Feel sorry for you a little bit today. Uh, you know, it's tough to be in the woodshed for sure. Uh, we'll be back after this on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.